You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Welcome to Club Nintendo Level 187. And uh, first up, how are you doing, Aaron? Pretty good. And then John is also here. Welcome, John. I'm here. Present. Yeah, everyone raise their hand for attendance. Um, <laughs> I'm getting some weird noise from somebody. Yeah. Oh, is it my... It sounds better now. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I just shook my mic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when you know it's time for a new microphone, when, mm-hmm, you, have to sh- mm-hmm. when you have to shake you yours. You see the, the Yeti Mini got announced. Yeah, that's weird. Just after uh, Logitech bought them out, too. I'm surprised they're even... Yeah. I, I hear Bothering. it has not so great reviews, so I just, <laughs> get, I just get the regular Yeti or the Yeti Pro. Seems like a better buy. It seems um, expensive too. Uh, yeah, because uh, hundred bucks. Uh, this is very not off. This is off track for Nintendo, but uh, it's a microphone that you could stream with and uh, use for that purpose, I guess. So yeah, um, but yeah, hundred bucks, which you can buy a regular Yeti for hundred bucks on Amazon, pretty much. Exactly. Yeah. So, anyways. There was a direct today, guys. Uh, I know John and I watched it. Aaron uh, did not do his homework yet. Nope. Um, so first off, John, what was your biggest uh, takeaway <clears throat> from the direct? What What are you most excited for? Uh, I'm actually most excited for a game that's a couple years old. It's It was actually an iPhone game. It's Sword and Sorcery. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's coming to Switch, and I'm really excited because I always wanted to play that game with physical controls. And obviously, on a phone, you can't or tablet, you can't do that. So I'm actually super psyched to play this game, like actually, like a gamer should. Yeah, okay. I played this game on my phone like years ago, and then I actually got it on Steam, and it's so much better when you play it with a controller. <laughs> so. Well, that's that's good to hear. Yeah. I figured it would be. Um, if you don't know about this game, it's kind of this. It's a you know, it's an adventure where you're before you know you would tap along to move, but it's very pixelated and. Um, it's, it's got a lot of really ambient music. It's really cool. Um, actually, the music is a pretty big part of it. It's been a couple of years since I played it, but the music's still a big part of it, right? Yeah, it's like um, the music is kind of um, like integrated in what you're doing. So when you like you know tap on things, it would kind of it would you know make sounds that would go along with like the music that's playing. And when you get into a fight, like you have to time uh, like your button presses sometimes, and that will go along. With, with the, the music, music. Yep. yeah, yep. But yeah, this—I was actually kind of surprised to see that coming. So that's cool to see. Yeah, they did. They also did uh, like a, a drop at the very end of a game that's available right now, kind of thing. Right now, yep. And I'm trying to remember what this game was. I know it's a big game that everyone's excited for. Into the Breach. What does anyone know what this thing is? Uh, it looks like some turn-based. Like uh, RPG style, it's like these kind of mecha things that are. I have no idea what it is. It's it. There's a so there's a map and it's it's a grid based map and it looks like you're kind of moving characters along almost in a chess sort of way. And either there's you know enemies dropping on the map and you're getting power ups. I have no idea what's going on, but uh, <laughs> everyone consider- was really excited for this. Okay, so yeah, I have no idea about this game, but if people were excited, I'm sure it's you know. It's uh, popular, yeah. yeah. So the game I was most excited for uh, was the Untitled Goose Game, which just looks fantastic. 
because you know everyone hates geese. They're they're annoying birds that that attack humans. And in this game, you get to be that annoying goose that goes up stealing sandwiches from people. Uh, I'm sure you can attack people and squawk at people. And uh, you're a goose, and it's uh, this looks uh, so whimsical and full of just charm <laughs> and just and personality that. Uh, I'm very excited, and uh, I heard afterwards that uh, Panic is actually the uh, studio um, developers that are publishing it, or I guess working on it in some capacity, and they uh, worked on Firewatch, and they um, you'll know them if you're in the Mac Apple community as they develop Coda and um, Transmit and a couple other apps, I believe. So, uh, really excited about this. Yeah, this actually looks like something I would play... Um. <laughs> <laughs> At first, it was like a throwaway title. It's like a goose. Guy. And then, then I saw it. It's like, oh, this could be a riot. <laughs> well, just the fact that when they they said the obstacle of the game is to make sure that everyone you encounter has the worst day, like ever, or whatever <laughs> they said. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I got that. Sounds like fun. If my only goal is to go around and mess with people, I can do that. Yeah. It's it's a it's a game that I think I'll just load up when I'm at the airport waiting for my flight to uh, line up and just, you know, got a couple minutes. Let's go make some people angry. Why not? <laughs> yeah, you can steal stuff. You can honk your geese horn. Um, the art style is really simplistic looking. I wonder if I can fly over somebody and poop on them or something. <laughs> That's like next level. That's like the last level sort of stuff. <laughs> right. I mean, they didn't show much. The only environment they showed, it looked like it was just like this little outside area. So it could yeah, be pretty hard, early. Yeah. Could be pretty early still in this game. Like, I yeah, wouldn't be surprised like, if it comes out like next fall. Yeah, like, will there be a story that I. <laughs> I don't know. Don't know. <laughs> Do I free some other animals from the zoo? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, the other. Big one, I believe it opened the direct was Towerfall, which will also have Celeste characters in it, which is awesome. Interesting. And uh, Towerfall, for those that don't know, is one of the best local fighter games. It's kind of like I don't want to say Smash Brothers, but it filled the need of Smash Brothers on PlayStation for a lot of people. Um. Yeah, it's looks like it looks like it'll be great in Switch. Um, and uh, yeah, coming next month, pretty soon here. Talking about uh, Towerfall. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that was. I, uh, I'm not sure if I'm gonna jump in on that one. I do like the uh, art style, but uh, there's a lot going on. <laughs> there is, yeah. I know the giant bomb folks are huge in the tower fall. It's one of their favorites. Um, so, so you're fighting, and like the levels are like coming in on you, and and like you're constantly moving around. It looks like I like the art style though. Yeah, from my memory, I've played it on PlayStation, and my memory is you're not having to deal a lot with the levels like transforming on you. You're mostly just fighting. Uh, there is platforming involved within the levels. Um, but uh, yeah, I will give this another chance. I'm sure not at launch, but maybe sometime after that. 
And uh, definitely as a local game, this would be a lot of fun, I think. Um, yeah. And then the other, some other big ones, Bastion, Transistor, both come to Switch. Have you guys Hyper ever Light Drifter. Bastion? No. I've only heard of it. Uh, it's no. so good. So is it? I would definitely recommend that. Yeah. So what is this game? So Bastion is a uh, story about this kid who loses everything. Like his whole world is destroyed. And he basically uh, finds himself on like this island uh, where there's nothing. And he has to kind of go out into the world and kind of beat these enemies and get these like uh, cores so that that way he can rebuild the world. And so each time that you get this new core, then you can make like a new building. So you get like this core that will allow you to get um, uh, like a blacksmith. So then you can get like better weapons and then you get one that... You know, we can get like better armor and things like that. Uh, yeah, and it has a really fun story. The art style is really nice. It's all like hand drawn. Uh, so yeah, I definitely recommend picking it up if you haven't played it. Cool. The other game that stuck out to me during the direct was Zarvat. Do you remember oh, this one, John? The box one where you're like yeah. a little box and you're finding other like boxes you're fighting stuff. other boxes yeah the this art was weird the art style looks amazing and just the mechanics look fun um their description zervat is a charming arcade shooter about cubes play with friends in up to four player versus mode and shoot lasers at each other on over a dozen destructible maps and follow the adventures of two cubes in story mode as they make the ultimate birthday present to cheer up their best friend uh, so again, whim- whimsical uh, to no end, and just a ton of personality, and a really cool art style. And I love shooting lasers. I mean, uh, and you're a box, so what's not the love? Yeah. I mean, the the graphics are like really good. Like the the lighting looks really advanced, and like there's a lot of good textures. It the it's weird because the boxes are so simplistic, yet they're in these really like high, <laughs> highly polygon looking worlds. Yeah, like it. It does look like a game you would see on, like you know, PlayStation with all the advanced graphics stuff they're doing. So it's, I do dig that. Like that's kind of cool to see because most indie games kind of go for the eight. You know, all most of them we saw mm-hmm. there, eight bit or kind of have that you know twist to it. So it's cool to see an indie game that actually looks like it's kind of pushing stuff. Yeah, and this is coming soon. October is when this is coming out. So uh, you can take a break from uh, that Red Dead Redemption game on the other platforms and play some Zarvat instead. Yeah. It's fun to say Zarbot. It is. And their their tagline is a game about cubes. <laughs> Zarbot, a game about cubes. So that was uh, outside the goose game, that was my other game that I'm just really excited for. Uh what about the uh King of the Hat? Uh, this one uh, describe this one because I'm trying to remember what this is. So this one looks like uh kindergartners drew it. Oh no, it's kind- <laughs> It's it's eight bit style. All right, mm-hmm. I guess it's more sixteen bit style. But it's you, it's you got a map and you're fighting for a hat. That's the whole thing. They said the matches were really short, but you're really just it's kind of like I'd say it's like if you were just playing Smash Brothers and you're just fighting for the Smash Ball. That's kind of what it looks like. It's okay. like an eight eight bit version of that. You're just going for that one item, and that's Sounds it. Great. Sounds great. And it's called King of the Hat, and uh, you know there's birthday hats, and you know you. Yeah, this it's just really uh really weird, and uh, it, it even the trailer says it's very very serious. Um, is this coming out? Uh, early they, next year. Okay, cool. 
Ah, uh, anything What's else? What's up with the mm-hmm. the washing machines at the end of that trailer? There is <laughs> so in this like hat game. Yeah. Uh, there's like washing machines at the end that have hats of like laundry baskets with clothes in it, and they're like all sad and they're like hopping around. What? I didn't see that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you have to wash the hat every now and then, right? Wait, I didn't see that. Hold on. Let me find this. Sad washing machines? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I see this now. Okay. Yeah, so that game, you know, if that... (sighs) Problem with a lot of these indie games is I'm not... They ask like 20, 25 bucks for some of them. Yeah. Like the the hat game, I would pay, you know, five, ten bucks, maybe four, ten bucks if it Mm -hmm. got good reviews. But, you know, sometimes they ask a little bit too much, especially when you're used to, you know, paying a couple bucks on your phone, which I know, you know, right. isn't a fair comparison because people don't really I'm, even I'm pay for anything at, on their phones. looking but. at you, Runner 3. <laughs> How much was Runner 3? Like 30, maybe 35 or 40. Mm, oh, yeah, that, I feel like that's a little different, maybe because it's a more established franchise. Yeah, um, if the reviews were better, uh, yeah, that's true you. too. That's true too. But <laughs> it's yeah, sad um, that that game ended up being uh, what it was. Um, Aaron, did you ever play it? Weren't you going to play it? It's thirty. Uh, which one? Runner three trailer. Oh no! So I never actually picked that up because I did hear a lot of bad stuff, and then I was like, I don't know if I'm willing to spend that much money right now. So I'm waiting for a sale for that one because I'm intrigued, but not enough at thirty. I would prefer just to get the other original ones and replay I them. Runner maybe. 2. I want Runner 2 on Switch. That's. I think Runner 2 is the first one I played. Is that yeah. the one that was on Wii U? Yeah. I believe so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. Um, the Messenger's coming out on Switch. Uh, yeah, some of the good stuff. There's also this other one, uh, Mineko's Night Market. Mineko's? I don't know. Oh, yeah, is this that story one? Kind of choose your own adventure? Yeah, it seems kind of like you're this little girl, and she's in like this kind of Japanese-looking. Uh, yeah, they said it was Japan. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, there's cats, and so, <laughs> that's you all you need to know. And you cut wood, like that's that, all you need to know. Like the the jigsaw and like the little sewing machine. That looks like the best part of the game. And there's like a what is this? A cardboard box that's talking to you? What is that? Like a milk carton walking around? Like. And there's a racing. Oh, are you watching the trailer? Yeah. There's like a racing level. It looks like oh, yeah, <laughs> this game's a got a little <laughs> everything. <laughs> and um, it looks like there's some gardening, and you can like um, see you can go out and find some some ore. It looks like maybe I don't know. Cool. I don't know. It looks like there's a lot of stuff in this game. Yeah. Very cool. Oh, there's sumo wrestling too in it. Yeah, sumo wrestling. So I think you're just you you come to this town in Japan, there's dancing too. And you just like explore all the stuff. I mean, it's not like animal it looks like it's got more structure than Animal Crossing. Yeah. But it looks like it's looser than like a Zelda game. And it looks like at one point where it's showing uh, like the milk carton, she is selling <laughs> things. So I'm wondering if you like if you just go collect things and sell it and make things, maybe that's what the the sewing was all about. And, yeah, who knows? So I'm back. I was grabbing my switch. 
<laughs> um, so I, I want to mention that um, The Walking Dead uh, season one, I think, came out on Switch. Yeah. Like, right? Am I right? Yeah. I'm trying to look up the price. Do you know what it came yeah, out at? Yeah, it's like twenty four ninety nine. It's like twenty five dollars. I don't think it's worth it. <laughs> I mean, so Telltale's doing a lot better than um, I think Batman. They released at forty or fifty when you can buy it on the other platforms for twenty. So I think they're getting closer to what. And and uh, the final season was released at the same exact price point as it was on PS4. Uh, and if you haven't played The Walking Dead before, I'd say play all the seasons. But if you don't want to do that, uh, they do a nice kind of recap. And you're going to make some key decisions in that recap uh, when you boot up the final season. So it kind of you know, brings you up and catches you up with everything. Um, that said, I, I did enjoy all of the seasons. And uh, yeah, the first episode in the final season was really, really good. Um, it kind of changes the whole tables with what you're doing in this one as you're, the decisions you make, you have a child with you and the decisions you make impact how that child will become when he grows up. Like, uh, his morality and his decision making is impacted by what you do. So it kind of turns the tables a bit and kind of is, uh, a little bit of a parenting game in a, in a cool kind of way. I would make all the worst choices. <laughs> I'm sure some people will just to create some kind of monster. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, really, really great first episode. There's four episodes, I think, in this final season. 20 bucks. A um, little bit longer of an episode uh, than the typical one. Aren't they pretty short, like a couple of hours? Yeah, I mean, um, Telltale games, they'll be anywhere from 90 minutes to three hours. Um, this is probably in the closer to the two and a half hour range, I think. Um, but that's kind of what I want. I, I want a sit down. Instead of watching a movie that night, I'm going to play this episode in this really narrative game. It's a game that you can play while eating your dinner because you, you can control it with one hand for most <laughs> of the stuff, making decisions. Um, can I get a Better Call Saul game. Uh, they, they should do that. That'd be great. Yeah, I'd play but that. I've, I've been playing all the Telltale games, though, because uh, I discovered that they are really easy platinum trophies on most of uh, the games. So um, I, I, I've been doing that on my PlayStation. And uh, I've been really getting addicted to the Telltale games because their storytelling is great, and the stories they tell are just wonderful. Um, Tales of Borland I started up as well, and... I've no, I've never played a Borderlands game, but even that, I'm getting really attached to the characters and the story they're telling. So, um, yeah. Are Are you really into trophies? Is that a thing now? Are you? Uh, you know, if it's an, yeah, uh, sort of, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I won't, I won't play a, a bad game for a trophy, but I'll, uh, if it, yeah, I'll play. It'll encourage me to play a game. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> Yeah, when it comes to those types of trophies and things, I don't try to get all of them, but I do like that there is something like that. Um, like, when I'm playing Steam games, you know, it'll come up with, um, like, an achievement or something, and sometimes I'll even check and see, you know, what achievements do I not have, because it'll just be, like, another challenge or something to do sometimes. And sometimes on the Switch, you know, I sort of miss that. Yeah, and for games I truly love, I will will go and try to platinum them 
platinum them and uh, did that with all the infamous games because those are probably one of my favorite series on PlayStation. And uh, yeah, I will do that for for sure on some games. Um, I should mention I also uh, we talked about Wolfenstein two last time, and I since then I picked up Wolfenstein one. It was on sale for like eleven bucks on PlayStation one uh, four, and I played through that campaign, and that's an equally impressive game as Wolfenstein 2, 2 was. Uh, and I was just kind of curious looking at the graphics. It was noticeable that this PS4 game, Wolfenstein 1, was the original. The graphics are not as good as what I experienced on the Switch, which was kind of interesting. Uh, just to note that uh, Switch can look better than certain PS4 games, uh, depending on their age. Yeah, so you're talking about the, the first uh, like Wolfenstein, like the remake of the New Order? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I went back and played that one, even on my PC. I think one of the big problems of that game, it doesn't have shadows. <laughs> it, uh, like, things just look really flat. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the story was so compelling, I didn't really yeah. care. God, yeah. those are good stories. Wolfstein 1, 2. <laughs> like, such a. Yeah. So good. But, uh, yeah, what, what have you guys been playing? I have been playing uh, my Wii. Oh, the the, o, the OG Wii, the the. Well, I've been playing through the Wii U. Okay. Um, because I've actually been using um, like off TV play. I've been using my my screen now. Here's, Whoa, here's the off thing. TV play the Wii U. Yeah. And, Wait, uh, I forgot. Can you put the Wii games onto the t- yeah, the screen? Yeah, you have to you have to have the control. Wii in front of you, and then um, you can use the IR sensor in the in the Wii. Uh, yeah. You. And, because I'm playing uh, like Xenoblade Chronicles, like, it doesn't really use uh, like the IR sensor except for when you are just booting up the Wii and you have to actually uh, uh, choose um, like the disc channel. But yeah, it's it's really cool. It actually makes that game look pretty good because that screen's like 720p and you know it's kind of like uh, like a lower quality and it kind of rounds out the edges on that game. It makes everything look like pretty nice. So. They never patched in, sadly, the ability to use the actual controller on the gamepad. So, <laughs> yeah. Do you have a kind of a stand, or what's your setup? So, for? what I've been doing because you know when you're playing that game, at least for me, I'll play um, uh, like some longer uh, like sessions. It's not you know short, and uh, like the gamepad can't really last that long. Normally, only like an hour and a half nowadays. So, I'll just take around the charging stand, and I'll just you know set the thing on there and play. So. Cool. Yeah, I when I did Xenoblade Chronicles, I did use the TV. I thought it still looked good to my eyes, um, but uh, um, but I understand uh, <laughs> scaling it down a bit. Uh, so, you, is you, how far away are three of you in Xenoblade Chronicles? So, um, to a part where there was, I don't know. There's all these uh, lights, and there's like a lake. And I'm kind of confused okay. on, on yeah. where I need to go. I've just been fighting a lot of enemies because they're really tough, and I'm just trying like to level up. Um, yeah, and I met um, like some Nopons there, and they were, okay. Like, yeah, I know exactly stuff. where you are. Okay, yeah, 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 I did get that was a slowdown point for me for the story. Uh, me not being able to progress. Uh, okay. That's I believe where I actually stopped my save file, my 3ds, and my Wii at the same time because that's where I gave up twice. <laughs> but uh, once you get through there. It's 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 smooth rolling until uh, either do the only other grinding part to do is right before like the final boss. I got stuck there as well. Um, there are some moments where you just need to grind, um, but that story is 
so damn good. <laughs> yeah, but the thing that really bothers me is just like the character voices. Sometimes it's like, do you have Japanese enabled? No, I didn't you even should. look to see if that's an option. On the Wii version, yeah. it definitely is. You should okay. turn it on because that, that's much better. I know on uh, like the uh, the Switch version, you have to like go and get that extra pack. Yeah, right? you have to download, download separately. Okay. Yep. Which, of, of course, I would do. Um. <laughs> so uh, where are you with Xenoblade Chronicles 2? Did you pause that to play 1? I did. Um, so 2, let me see. I got to where they were all meeting, um, and... Uh, let's see. You're in that area. There's like uh, all these pillars on the sides, you know, and in the center, it's just like a big plaza. And then they okay, just yeah. met with with that guy, and he kind of told the story about when he was a kid. Yeah, and things like okay. that. Yeah, that's where I took a break. Okay. And did you want to play one first to yeah, not yeah, get spoiled like, for the ending of two? Or well, once the story started really going in two, I felt like I wanted to play one just so I could at least have like a little bit more uh, like knowledge of the world because there's like so much. Is like I so don't know if they're linked or not, but I at least wanted to like. Have so based on how, on my experience, I think the order that you play them doesn't matter that much except for the fact that one has some rougher visuals and stuff so it might be hard to go back to but story wise the you'll you'll get the impact either way I think you'll get a different impact at the end of one by playing two first and you'll get a different impact at the end of two by playing one first like uh, they'll hook up in a way that will make both satisfying no matter what order you play them at. Cool. Yeah. Um, and I'm really excited for Torna, which comes out in a couple weeks here. Uh, the yeah. story DLC for two. So that's coming out pretty soon, and I will be playing that for sure. Um, and then uh, the Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate demo is out, and the game is actually released. I know you've been yeah, playing that just too. Came out today. Yeah. Uh, so I actually took a sick day from work because my plan was actually to get that game this afternoon and play it, but because I took a sick day, I was just you know laying around all day. And now, Aaron, up, like, may I ask, were you actually sick? No, I was that? actually sick. I okay. <laughs> well, so the way you, you said that, I was no, like, no, I took no, a I, sick day because I want to play this game. No, no, <laughs> I, I was in bed all day, and then around like two o'clock, I started feeling a little better. Okay. So yeah. Uh, so no, I haven't actually downloaded, but uh, like the demo, uh, it's pretty fun. Um, that game is like a throwback, and as far as uh, like the graphics, it's mm-hmm. uh, like a 3DS game. So, but it's still a lot of fun. Okay. So you think you will be picking that up at some point? Yeah, I will. I'm gonna okay. get it this week, and I think once I get into it, it's gonna consume a lot of my time. Yeah. But I've been watching some things about it today, and it looks really hard. Like. A lot harder than I was thinking it was going to be. So, is there an easy mode? There's no easy mode, but oh, there are okay. some some enemies that are on like the lower end that might be like easier to to beat. But you know, as you go, like once you fight them so many times, you're gonna want to move on to some other right. Yep. Things. Yeah. What to John? We've been up to uh, Dead Cells. Ooh, yes. yeah. It's really hard, but it's really addicting. Especially when you start getting the the fighting mechanics down, you know how you can 
uh, really, I started with the bow. Like using the bow long range really helped me out at the beginning, just because inter- you can you can die pretty quick from enemies <laughs> without uh, if you don't have your power ups yet so or what, anything. What, so for those that don't know what this game is, what is this game? Yeah, it's this game. It's a roguelike. So you're kind of dropped into a dungeon. A lot of people call it like a Metroidvania. Yeah, I guess I guess you'd call it that. Um, it's randomly it's procedurally generated, which okay. generally I don't like. I like games who have you know. I grew up with Mario, where every you know every jump was you know meticulously plotted out. So yeah. you know games like this kind of always push me away. But this one's really cool because you throw you in, you go through you, you collect these things called cells, and as you get cells, you can uh, get these scrolls and actually get different weapons. And every time you spawn, you get a different chance to get a different weapon that's in your arsenal, and you can kind of go through. Um, you find these different warp zones, so you can warp to different places as you go through. Um, it's just a really cool kind of, of like you know, uh, side-scrolling Metroid-type game. A lot so of cool I, different weapons, a lot of mm-hmm. variety in that. Um, enemies get pretty difficult as you go. Um, Is there a story? Uh, not that I've really noticed. So I've only put it like five hours into it, probably. Okay, but. but so it's procedurally generated, and there's you're advancing through levels. How's that work? Uh, you you hit checkpoints. Okay, so they will procedurally generate, and then that checkpoint... Yeah, so the, there's this yeah. guy you go to, I forget his name, and, and once you hit him, he saves everything that you've done. So you you want to pretty much get to him and save before you uh, you get to certain points, and then it'll, it'll let you proceed. Okay, gotcha. Cool. So there's, yeah, there's ways to actually save. Some things don't generate, come back when you when you die and come back. Some things do. It's one of, it's one of those types, so... Do you keep For, items between deaths? No. Okay. It's not like uh, it's not like uh, Dead Dark Souls where you can go back and find them either. Okay. They're, How's they're uh, the music in this? That's good. I like it. Okay. It's a uh, um, honestly, I usually play this while I'm watching TV, so I don't have it turned up all the way. Yeah. Right. Um, but it's good. Cool. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, I've not picked this one up. It got amazing reviews and. Also, uh, we, we, we talked about it. it caused the firing of some person that... Um, also, yeah, now that we're on that topic, we haven't <laughs> talked about it again. Did you guys see he came back and made um, like an apology? He pulled the apology, apology video because it was video. a terrible... It wasn't yeah. an apology. Yeah, It was uh, not. It was awful, yeah. And, uh, yeah. And he has also plagiarized multiple other uh, like, reviews. Yeah, so IGN's just taking everything oh, down from him, basically. So terrible. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't come across very well in that video. Nope. Yep, sounds like a young kid that uh, doesn't uh, have his head on straight. How old is he? I have probably, no idea. He's probably older than I am. <laughs> probably. Right. Young yeah. punk kid. Oh, gosh. Uh, on Happier News, there's a Smash uh, Ultimate Pro Controller coming out. Do you guys see his design? Uh, yeah, that's it's okay. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it's a white and black design, white handles, um, black uh, logo with like the white background kind of thing. I, guess. I thought it was kind of gray. I thought it was like gray. Is it gray? What is that? Let me pull it up here. Oh, I guess it is. Yeah. So gray handles, white background. <laughs> I think unless the lighting's weird. I thought it was white, though. I'd be wrong. But uh, $75, or there's a bundle... We get a steel case in the game and the controller for $140. And if you have Gamer Club unlocked, you get the 20% off, so it might be worth it there. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. 
Anyone I don't remember? know. I already have two pro controllers. I'm good. Yeah, me too. One of them, one of my Splatoon one does. It's kind of broken. Oh, the joystick. You can you can this, you can be having down all the way, and, and your character doesn't always because <laughs> you played a little bit too much Splatoon with it. Uh, well, here, my other one's fine. My original one's fine. Um, which you haven't used as much, I'm sure. I, I used them back and forth. I couldn't tell you okay. which one. Honestly, I couldn't tell you which one I used more. Okay. Um, but I've heard a decent number of people have issues with some of the pro controllers. So you think you could send it to Nintendo for repair? Mm, maybe. I mean, I'm, it's probably it's probably out of warranty by now. So. Okay. So you mentioned something about when you push forward, your character isn't always moving forward. Yes. Is there a so, wall in front of you? I actually have had that <laughs> issue, and I Joking. thought it was just uh, like the game, maybe, or maybe like a little bit of Bluetooth, you know, like wasn't connecting properly. But it seems like it happens every once in a while, also with my pro controller. Yeah, so like if I'll if I'm like swimming in Splatoon, I'll have it like all the way pushed forward, and my character will literally go and like halt to a stop, and I'm like. I'm like go go go, you know, and it's like it's yeah. very frustrating. So I just stopped using the controller. I'm sure I can maybe clean it out, but yeah, you know, it's just I just want it to work. I've never had a Nintendo controller stop working besides an N64. Um, not saying anything about these, but you know, usually they held up really well. You know, you can play hours and hours and hours before they even start to show any signs of like weakening or you know the buttons wearing out. So. It's a little disappointing, but yeah, I'll just live with mm. this one. It's fine. Okay. Surprised they're even doing a Smash Pro controller, considering how everyone like is obsessed with the. They didn't release a wireless GameCube controller. GameCube controller. Yeah. Maybe they're finally trying to move on from, the- <laughs> from that controller. Now, did you read all the comments on it? Everyone's like, "No, it's oh, I'm still using a GameCube controller." Oh, People need it. <laughs> So, they need to move on. When did that come out? 2001? 17 years later. We're still trying to hold on to that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what reminds me of the GameCube controller is the new 2DS XL in purple that is releasing with Mario Kart 7 uh, this fall as a special bundle on September 28th. How much? 150 bucks. Hmm. So I saw that purple color, and I really want it just for the purple. But yes, so do I. <laughs> I don't want to spend the hundred and fifty dollars. I don't know. Maybe if will I you can... ever play a three DS again, Aaron? Oh yeah, I play my three DS probably every other day. Really? Wow. Well, wow. So right now, uh, see, I've been playing uh, some Bravely Default because I've been hearing some rumors about there's possibly one coming to the Switch. So I want to try to get through the three DS games. Uh, I've been like. Playing uh, Fire Emblem very sporadically, um, like Awakening. I still can't finish that game. I don't know. There's this that game. Uh, <laughs> what else? I play a little bit of Smash because I'm you know pretty excited for Smash. See, I want to be now, fresh. So. For Smash. But, but you're playing. Play but you're playing it on 3ds. Playing on the 3ds. Yeah. Why not, the 3d? Not why did? Why the not the Wii U? It's just more portable. You know, I can just take my 3ds anywhere. So even whenever I'm like in the house, I feel like my 3DS is would be like what I want to play Smash on over the Wii U, simply because it's just more portable. Like it's so like the Wii U, I can walk over to um, like a dining room and I'll like lose connection. And it's like, yeah, you know, you need to plug the Wii U into a battery and just like <laughs> there you go. Yeah, walk around with the Wii U backpack. Yeah, that's the thing, right? 
I always had trouble. It was so small on the 3ds, and when I got the when they had those when outlines, I, John. Yeah, but I when I <laughs> I, I switched to the smaller 3ds, so <laughs> it was even it was yeah it was like whoa. So the the only problem I have with that is that the shoulders kind of jab into uh, uh, like my knuckle, like right between my fingers, <laughs> and it's like I don't like that. So. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, so I'm excited for mm-hmm. Switch uh, Smash. That's going to be that'll be a fun December. Yeah, and way better than the Wii U and or way better than 3ds. Still Hopefully, fun, though. it's still yeah. fun, and it's it's fun trying to get all those challenges. There's like so much stuff in that game. So, what do you guys think of the Amazon uh, discontinuation of the 20 percent off? We're we're all screwed now. No more twenty percent off anything. I haven't been using any of that. I've been buying digital and now it's like what? There's no incentive for me to buy at retail. What are you guys doing? I'm just not going to shop with you guys. They were for years in the making, moving everyone towards digital purchases. And now, yeah, I buy Best Buy and Amazon. No more. Oh, but I did see. So this is cool, Aaron. Aaron, Amazon, I guess, for some games, that ten dollar coupon thing they're going to give you will work for digital. So isn't it just like a credit that goes? Yeah, back to you? yeah, it will. But yeah, it's it's gonna work for some digital games too. Digital will it work for uh, Smash? I'm not sure. It might. Who knows? Amazon Amazon announced that Smash was the most pre-ordered, most purchased game this year so far. That's awesome. That's awesome. Can you use that credit towards just um, uh, like an eShop card? Probably. Yeah. I don't see why not. There you go. Smash Bros. Switch. Let's see. I am definitely getting this digitally. Yeah, I I would like I would love to buy that deluxe with the con- I, I, controller and have it with the code. <laughs> you know, with uh, movies, uh, you buy the Blu-ray, you get a code and the disc. Why can't that happen? <laughs> All right. So here's what it says: Prime members will receive. $10 promotional credit when they pre-order this item. Credit will be sent 30 days after the game is shipped. Oh, wow. Or digitally delivered. So, yes, digitally delivered, it says. That's it's, really cool, right? Yeah, 30 days, though. Come on. You know they got to um, make sure you don't return it or something. And it, sa- and it says credit, so it sounds like you're going to get an Amazon credit. Yeah, you, would, you know, that's useless. You can't find anything to buy on Amazon. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right. But, yeah, um... That's, that's as good as these, yeah, as these companies get bigger and bigger with no competition, plus perks for us. Well, to, if if yeah. Best Buy had kept it going, they wouldn't mm-hmm. have to have dropped it. Like, yep, that's exactly right. They had no incentive keeping it going. You may need to go around to some of your like local stores and see if they have any programs because some of them do. Um, where you you know if you buy or pre-order some games or buy so many games and you'll get like you know like a used one for a year or something. So things like that might be useful for people. Yeah. So another thing I just want to bring up is uh, this um, Battle Royale phenomenon. And it's hit another game, guys. Uh, FIFA, as uh, your player score... <laughs> is it really a Battle yeah, Royale? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it kind of is. No. There's going to be a mode in the new FIFA. I'm mm-hmm. not sure if the Switch one, but there will be a mode in FIFA. No. Whereas a player scores, the opposite team will lose a player... 
until you're down to like no players. The Switch mode, though, because or the Switch version of the game, because it can't really handle much. It starts out with just one. <laughs> I think the Switch version is just a PlayStation Two version upgrade, like you know, moved over. So I doubt it's going to have any of this. <laughs> but I just thought this was bizarre. I mean, I love it. I love this. Like, I want all the battle, the Smash. Bring a battle royale mode. That'd be cool. Isn't that what isn't that what Smash has always yeah, been? Is yeah. Battle Royale? A hun- not a hundred players. I want a hundred players you, tearing but down. But you can the... do the one hundred man uh, where they just drop in. Oh, uh, that's just... true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah those uh, are always fun. Another game announcement since we've been gone: Saint Rose the Third is coming on Switch with all the DLC. This is gonna be awesome. Nice big open world game where you're like a superhero. Sounds great. Is this is this a big deal? Like it's a big deal. This was, I think, the best of the Saint Row games as far as people. So I I've never played those games. I keep seeing it on uh, Steam, and it's always on sale. I played and, four a good amount, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah, I think I, I don't know. I may pick it up on Switch, but we'll see. Yeah, it's kind of the perfect platform when you dive into there just to goof off for a bit. Kind of like the the grand. Theft Auto things up to your superhero. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, very excited for that. That's a really cool announcement. And then Diablo 3 is also coming to Switch. That's a pretty big deal. Yeah, that game, I'm pretty excited for that. Because I never actually played it. I played Diablo 2. Okay. I had a lot of fun with that uh, a long time ago. So I think I may actually play this one this time. Yeah, and um, some good... Uh, you're a um, frames per second kind of person. <laughs> yeah. And uh, some good uh, stats there with that. 60 frames. Was it 60? At uh, at 720p, yeah. Yeah. Docked and undocked, I believe. Docked, it's 1080, 60 frames. Yeah, so it's 60 oh. no matter what. Wow. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty good, but it's still, I mean, it's like an eight-year-old game. Yeah, so. but, I mean, still, at least you can, you know, hit those marks. As long as That's true. 1080p, 60. It took, nine, it took nine months for them to port this game, is what I always That's not that bad. Up. Which is, yeah, not bad at all. They'll have online multiplayer? Yep. Oh, yeah. And so, local. There you go. That's all you need. And local is probably better because you don't have to share, like, on PlayStation, you have to, like, share the screen and everything. Right. So everyone gets uh, their own screen. Yep. Four player local or online. I haven't played Diablo since like the P the original PC one. Yeah, I've never played one of these. Um, yeah, we'll see. It should be good. Much I'm not sure if I'll play it or not. Though dungeon crawling, just wandering around, you know, slaying random things you find. Spyro got delayed for PS4 and Xbox, so there's hope that it can still come to Switch, guys. It's coming to Switch. Don't <laughs> it's worry. It's coming to Switch. Come on. It is. It's got to be here. Yeah. And then uh, the first Sega Classics, whatever they're calling it, is coming very soon. Um, Do we know what it is? There's two of them. I forget what it was, though. Do you remember, Aaron? No. Let me look this up real quick. Crazy Taxi. You know, why not? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's uh, it's got in-app purchases. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Please, no. Please, no. It's like the arcade. you got to pay per play. Uh, the Super Mario Party will not have Pro Controller support, evidently. That makes sense. Why? Is it because you're going to be doing jet wacky things with the Joy-Cons? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Like a wireware? 
Yeah, could you ever play any of the Mario parties on Wii with the with the like classic controller or whatever the hell they called it? No. Okay. Doubtful. Fair, fair. Hmm, okay. Uh Sega Ages Fanny Star is coming in September. Fantasy Star. Yeah, I just found that. Yeah. Oh, Fantasy Star? Okay. Yep. That'll make a lot of people pretty happy. And I believe one of the Sonics is also coming around then. Of course. You know, you gotta have Sonic on your Switch. I think it's just gonna be the first one, right? I think so. Yeah. Uh, Street to Rage 4 is happening. Uh, I'm trying to remember what Street to Rage is. It's like a brawler, I guess. Big deal, though. And then the last thing I have on my list is Capcom has announced Onimusha Warlords Remaster for Switch. This is a PS2 game. And it's come back for Switch. Uh, January 15th, 2019. So. Anything else that uh, we did not touch on yet? Yeah, I have some stuff I'm cool. trying to talk about here. I'm trying to find it so that that way you guys can, can have links. If you go to my Twitter, I have posted some things a while back of me playing um, Fortnite on the Switch. And okay. um, it's pretty frustrating that the game can't even load properly. <laughs> so I don't understand. What do you why. mean? So, um, yeah, there's a. Uh, Sometimes I will drop into like the game, and there will be like a, a, a like a house. I'll land on the house, but then my character will just like float in space because the house isn't actually loading in. It's just a blob of uh, texture, and then okay. after about thirty seconds, it'll finally load, and then someone will just kill me like immediately. That happens a lot. There's even a clip that I have on my Twitter right now of a guy whose character skin didn't even load in, so I got killed by a nothing <laughs> holding a, a gun. ghost. That's a yeah. cool new mode. And uh, it it just makes the game not fun. They need to huh. fix that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's a bummer. But is that just that, on the is that just the Switch version? It's just on the Switch, and I, uh, people that I queue up with, I'll even ask them about it because. They'll be playing on the Switch, or sometimes they'll have friends in their party that are playing on like a PlayStation or um, like an Xbox, and they'll say like they don't have the problems on those. But whenever they go over to their Switch, then it starts happening. So mm. I, I, I hear noticed... the Mac is an equally uh, bad platform. Oh, really? For... I, oh, I hear the Mac is trash. Like <laughs> I hear there's a bug in the load screen that makes it like sit for like 30, 40 minutes. Yeah, and, like yeah. it's been there for like a year, and that yeah. still uh-huh. happens. Yeah. Wow, but obviously, yeah. not many people are probably playing on their Macs. No, no, yeah, I heard about that on the the talk show um, about the the Mac version being what it is. Uh, I, I I should mention I picked up uh, the South Park fractured uh, game on Switch. It was on the sale. Fractured like, what? The, the fractured game. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, so I got that. Uh, it was on sale for I think twenty or. 30? I think it was 30. It's like half off. Um, the original is coming too. It is. Yeah. I'm super excited. I, I played a bit of the original on PS4, but uh, this seems like a great game to play on, on handheld here. All the South Park games have generally been pretty good, actually. The 64 one was a lot of fun. Yeah, the 64 one was oh, good. Oh, that's right. The uh, pinball, if you're into pinball, the South Park pinball game is actually really good. So. Huh. Okay. But... Uh, 
Yeah, so that was on sale with the big Ubisoft sale going on. And, uh, yeah, I can't wait to dive into that. But, I feel uh, like uh, here, let's, we can talk about this because I've thought about this. Every every time I go into the eShop, I think about this. Okay, yeah, what's, what's your deep thought here? There's these games that I feel like have been abusing the eShop. And what I'm talking about is <laughs> these games that don't look like they're very high quality. Yeah, but because shovel, yeah, good, yeah, shovel go on sale, to, so they're exactly. identifiable. They go on sale, so they get on the front page of the eShop, and it's like sometimes I see them go on sale for literally like twenty cents off, and I'm yeah. like, is this even? <laughs> like, I know it's getting you sales because then you go to the top charts, and guess what? They're in like the top thirty or whatever, um, <laughs> just because they're on that sale page. Like, is this? This is like, well. Uh, I think that one of the problems behind that is that the um, like the eShop needs to be changed. They need to like redesign that because it's not very easy to find. Uh, I don't know, just find things by category. You kind of have to go into the search and things. They just need to have more fields of um, curated. I don't know, curated games, I guess. So that that way you're not seeing all this crap. Yeah, crap yeah like, like-, like one strike is eighty percent off now for ninety nine cents, uh, and it, I don't know. It looks like. Probably not the best game. It got an 8 out of 10 on <laughs> Nintendo Life, I guess. That's what's so good. Oh, did it? Okay. Yeah, so never mind. I would say all you, you crap games, uh, get a review up there so we know you're not a crap game. That's the thing. <laughs> they need reviews. That's the... Yeah. Yeah, so one strike. Good job putting a review at the very top because at first glance, it looks like a shovelware game that just is not good. Yeah, put some reviews in your game description so at least we know. Yeah. And don't make up the reviews. <laughs> So yeah, if you're out there and you're thinking about making your Switch game go on sale, don't do it. Think about think about it. Woodle Tree Adventures Deluxe, John. Oh my god. Yeah, like these deals. And it's they changed the name of the section too. It used to say on sale. Now it says great deals. Like great deals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this one's thirty five percent off to bring it to three dollars and twenty four cents. This game called Brawl. It's, it's 99 cents. It is 90% off. Like, <laughs> oh, God. How about Astro Bears Party? Like, oh, Astro that's been on sale Party. forever. It's always on sale. Exactly. Exactly. Always it's sale. always on sale. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, gosh. There should, be a, picks, fill a picks. There should be a There should be a limit on how long your game can be on what sale. What is this game, Philopix? Philopix. <laughs> you, got, you got a board. You're filling the it pixels. It looks like you're drawing QR It's like codes. a bath game. <laughs> you're learning a new picture logic puzzle game from the makers of Pick-A-Pix Deluxe. Pick-A-Pix. I might get Pick-A-Pix. Is it like kid picks? Not is quite. It, is it even a game? This looks awful. It looks like you're learning math. Here's like another thing about this shot. You shouldn't be able to put your game on sale before it even comes out. No, I'm fine. I mean, preloading's the thing on all the consoles. Though. I don't That's think the that thing they I... should. No, but you shouldn't be in this great deal section if your game's not out yeah, yet. If your game's not out yet, I'm fine with it because it like lets me know here's the preorders mm. that gives me discounts. No, you should Could... be on the coming soon page. Yeah, that's exactly uh, okay. Fine, because you, yeah. you do get. The, the the thing is, like you're getting a discount because you're pre-ordering is their thing. Yeah, that's it fun. should just be on the coming soon. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. I want this frog shooter game. Do you guys see this Kiro Kiro thing? 
did not. <laughs> Go to recent releases. Uh, if you're on your, are on Switch at this point. Right? Uh, like it's almost a thousand. I think it's yeah. ridiculous. I wonder, I want, I'd love to see a system which is every game downloaded onto it. It's this crazy. game called Kiro Blaster. You're like an eight. You're like a. And it's like Atari level graphics, and you're a frog with a gun, and it kind of looks Ooh. pretty cool. So that does that. That brings up a question. Uh, I wonder has anyone tried to install every game available for the Switch? Are there is there any limit like there was on 3DS or Wii U for like how many games? I bet there is. The OS will actually accept. Is there an SD card big enough to hold all the games? Uh, you I've think? got a 400 gig. I, I mean, I've got a 400 gig card. You have a 400 gig. And there's a 512 available. Um, I'm not sure if it'll hold everything. Because but but beyond that, I'm curious. Even if the menu system would work, because even after you uninstall a game, it's still there in the archives as a listing. Do you think that listing would support, you know, everything at this point? Did they design for that? Uh, everything's got a limit. I feel like. Yeah, I wonder what it would happen. I mean, like on your phone. You just don't see the apps, right? You just have to. Oh, search. that's right. I've done that. You just before. have to. You just have to search for them. Like yeah, you just can't yeah. even see them anymore. Yeah, I hit that limit one time. I, I used to not delete anything. So it might be there's no search on the on the switch. There you can't not, search. There's no there's no folders either. Uh, I never thought about that. Maybe they should add yet. search. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's all by recency. But anyways, I just thought that's kind of. We'll hit it at some point, I'm sure, guys. If it's ever there. So. Uh, Mm-hmm. Oh yeah! Like while we're kind of on that, do you guys think that we'll ever see like a redesign to the Switch UI? Because you see that with other consoles uh, through their lifespan, they'll kind of change up some things. But Nintendo, you know, at least with the Wii U and with the Wii, never they updated changed. the Wii U. They had folders and stuff. Yeah, but they never changed like the UI like dramatically. PS4 like, about, like, never a, had a dramatic redesign true. of the UI. True. Uh, but the I will say Nintendo. I feel Nintendo, like Xbox Nintendo's, always has multiple. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, Xbox. They, they. They. It's kind of worse. I. I prefer the original OS. This new thing. Not good. Um, I feel like every time I booted up my 360, it was. It looked different. Yeah. yeah. I hate the Xbox One, man. That OS is just garbage. Yeah, the Xbox One's even worse. It's like once a month they have updates. And it just, I just don't know how to use it anymore. Like I, I was comfortable with it, and then it is. It's completely different. Um, but Nintendo is really proud, I think, of the OS. I think they really said fast. 200 kilobit uh, kilobytes is all it takes in the the system. In in memory and RAM, yeah, like it's super lightweight. Mm. Um, that's a, they're really proud of that. Um, I, let me pull up the article. Of- I mean, yeah, there's no assets to load. It's literally a gray screen in your icons. But your icons are probably loading from your SD memory, not even in the OS. But, yeah, I mean, it's pretty light. I, I feel like one problem I have with the OS or the uh, the UI is it doesn't scale to 1080p yet. It still stays at 720p. Yeah. What? It yeah. Really? So, okay. Yes. I don't know. I have noticed this sometimes, but it seems like that will happen most of the time whenever I um, first turn on my Switch. But if I, like pull out of uh, like a dock and set it back in, it's still not full 1080p, but it seems like the resolution does go up. I don't know. It's kind of fuzzy, and then when I drop it back in, 
It's a little bit higher resolution. Is it? Well, okay, maybe I should adjust some of these settings. But yeah, I, I don't like some of the text is fuzzy and it's like it's not as noticeable on my small screen, but when you go to like my sixty inch TV and you and you pull up this seven twenty P like interface, you're like, Whoa. Like the text just looks really bad. Some of the icons, you know, have sharp edges and stuff. Yeah. So this was at a session, developer session in Japan. Uh, so 200 kilobits, uh, so it's just home menu design resources. That's all it takes. Um, and the inspiration was kind of back to the NES where everything was just instant when you turned it on. Um, animations have been purposely kept as short as possible. And any additional actions such as responding to are you sure uh, menu screens after choosing to close the game, for example, were kept to a minimum. The other thing is, I mourned the loss of the me- the music. Uh, I loved the the music of the Wii U, for example, uh, and uh, like the the lack of background music was a decision to keep the system running as quickly as possible. And not having that music helped with performance, evidently. So that was that's why it's not there. Um, kind of interesting. Yeah, it takes CP cycles to keep the music running, so. Yeah, I even miss it. It's am I right? There's no music in even the eShop, right? No, I don't think so. Yeah, that's like that's something sound. I really. Miss. Oh wait, yeah, there is. is there is, yeah, there is. Is there, is there music? I think there is on the. I'm, I'm loading it right now. Let's Hold see. on. I know there's sound when you first launch it in that little like loading screen. But I like the seasonality of the music in the Wii U eShop. They'd like change it season to season. Yeah, I'm I'm in the eShop now. There's no music. Hmm. So I, w- I wish that was one part where they like okay we'll I slow it down. I feel like when Mario Odyssey came out they put music in the eShop like they had Mario music. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I feel like that was a thing. I could be wrong. I don't remember that, but maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's just uh, it's very really fascinating all that. But uh, I would yeah. like them to. Uh, have some more, or just kind of split up um, your like apps a little bit more, so that that way we can have like a games like section. And then I know that eventually like Netflix is coming. <laughs> I was like gonna that. ask what other section would I you know have that on Netflix this is coming? Oh, do you? I have you? Hulu now. Yeah, you know who's who, the one and only. Whenever like Netflix comes, I think it's going to just usher in all kinds of apps. We're gonna have our HBOs. We're gonna have all your different channels. And- I don't think I've ever watched anything on my Switch. I use my Switch, especially whenever I am in um, like an Airbnb for the night. Ah, that's an interesting idea. Okay. So I just bring like my dock, and I'll hook it up to whatever TV I'm at, and I can just hook up. If they don't have uh, like Wi-Fi, I'll just use my phone. Who you have a T-Mobile, right? Yeah, I have T-Mobile. Because so. <laughs> uh, AT and T does AT and T doesn't let you uh, play games on uh, hotspots. Oh, oh! Speaking of playing games, also, I was playing Fortnite on my hotspot while I was driving down the highway the other day. What you it driving down the highway? Well, I wasn't driving. I was and uh, your mic, Aaron, uh, unplug and replug. It's, it's oscillating. Yeah, you sound like uh, you're uh, going through the warp, uh, like you're in Stargate, and uh, you're going through the little. How's that? Any better? <laughs> hey, it's better. Yeah, it's yeah, better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I um, I was in the passenger seat. I wasn't actually driving, but yeah, I was surprised that you know I was keeping up with everyone. There was no lag. You couldn't tell that I was playing on um, my phone connection. It's pretty That's great. cool. It's really good. 
Um, yeah, maybe I should switch to T-Mobile. It's I like the free Tuesdays thing. I got twelve months free of the Pandora Plus today. It's pretty good. <laughs> oh, see, I don't even check it anymore. I, I but I check it because nice every now and then I'll get free Voodoo movie rentals. Yeah, which is a pretty cool thing. But uh, cool. Anything else? Wrap it up. Guys, good. I'm I'm good. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Aaron, where can folks find you on the interwebs? Well, I think the best place is just go to my website, uh, which is info. Cool. I'll have to check and it I out. I didn't know you had a website. Social network. I have some of my art there and everything. I think that's the best place. You can find all of my things there. Just click on the links. Sweet. I'm Good. checking this out right now. Let's I still see. need an update. I should update it and get all my, my things on there so you can click it and go to like... Does like Nintendo have a website you can just put in someone's name, like their gamer tag? And <laughs> kind of like, that's that's, that's no? funny. They don't yeah. have that? Okay. Nah, yeah, I don't know. But I'll put all my like Steam profile and everything on there. But right now it just has my Twitter, Oh, very so cool. You can just click on that and go straight there. <laughs> Hey, uh, I know Weebly because it's one of the few uh, I've had friendly building places. Yeah. Weebly? Weebly. Yeah. yeah, so when I designed my site, I didn't have to do anything. I just made like the, um, let me say, uh, like a desktop version, and then they automatically did like a mobile version, which is actually pretty pretty nice. Sweet. Oh, that's cool. Very cool. What about you, uh, John? Uh, you can find me at John Wesley A on Twitter, um, or John's Nintendo Carts on Twitch. Cool deal. Uh, my handle is T C H A T E N. You can go to youtube.com slash T Chen for the video version of the show. We'll be back next time for level one eighty eight. Thanks for listening or watching. Bye bye. Amazon, Google. Apple, Android, iOS, Alexa, Siri, technology, sci-fi, video games, tablets, computers, flash drives, toys, weather, and general silliness. Geekiest show ever, every week on the MyMac Podcasting Network.